the living beat. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. My name is John, and I have been called a bit of a celebrity in the podcasting community. And my co-host is my good friend, Taylor. Taylor, how are you, sir? I am well, John. Maybe I, maybe not as much the celebrity as you are, apparently, <laughs> but... Uh... <laughs> I'm at least happy enough to say that it looks like most all the illness that has been plaguing my family for the first quarter of the year is passing on. Hooray. Excellent. We're all yes. feeling great. We're having oh, a Yeah. How are you? We're having a grand old time. I'm doing pretty well, man. I just got back from uh sunny Los Angeles, the city of angels. And I'm assuming it actually was sunny. It was. It was it's about raining here now. Yeah, it was about 75 there. I want to say shorts it, weather. It was. It was shorts weather. I packed shorts, but I did not wear shorts. Okay. You know, some people just don't need to see that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I just got back from from L.A. I um, went down and visited friend of the show and. I well, it's not really a show on NOTLG anymore. Uh, this is where it gets complicated. Ms. Lauren Bancroft and mm-hmm. I recorded the second episode of Doctor Who Happy Place uh, with her and the crew, and it was super exciting and a lot of fun. Awesome! I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I will. Um, I'll put that in the in the show notes. I'll I'll at least put the the first episode in the show notes. You guys should definitely go check it out. Just search. Doctor Who Happy Place on the YouTube. Yes. And check it out. Definitely. It is very funny. And this episode, if my stuff doesn't get cut, no, it'll be funny regardless. But (laughs) the stuff I did, I was dangerously unprepared to do what I was asked to do because I originally was going to talk about what we're going to talk about in Who News, which is the, the trailer. Yeah, we were going to talk about that, but we ran out of time. So I just did this um, this bit for a little game show they did, and I was the host oh. of the game show. Oh, nice! So yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I'm very excited for everyone to see it. Cool. How have you been? Besides, uh, you got n- no more sickness, which is good. No, no more sickness. Yeah, you know. Uh... It's it's all the rest of life, just you know, keeping us busy and all that fun stuff. <laughs> of course, definitely getting uh, getting amped up for for the new season. I mean, we're we're less than a month away. Yes, we are. We're we're in it. We're almost here. Yeah. So before we get into Underworld, let us talk about some Who news, and we've we've got we've got a decent amount and. Yeah, I guess the first thing we need to talk about is the there's there's been a couple of trailers, but there's the big one that has yeah. it shows us basically everything. Um, yeah, this this started off as a a leaked trailer, and then the very next day the BBC is like, "Look, we have a trailer," and half of 
fandom went, yeah, 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 we saw it. Yesterday. Yeah, we saw it already. Uh, but it's still cool, so we'll watch it anyway. Um, a lot yeah, of stuff whole, happening. Whole lot of stuff. I mean, there is definitely a um, a sense of epicness uh, for this final Capaldi Moffat season. Yeah, we get uh, there's so much stuff. I just right off the bat want to say, holy crap, the Tom Baker Sonic. Uh, yes. You know, I I honestly almost wish they hadn't shown me that. I was already hyped for the trailer. The trailer was great, and then we just get the the Tom Baker screwdriver being hucked across the TARDIS, and I went, "This is ridiculous." I'm so happy right now. And and Nardle using it. Yes. Less. Yes. Very interesting. Uh, this- very much so. I, I I'll be very curious to see like where that figures into which episode and what's going on. And um, yeah, boy, we we go to a lot of places. We see a lot of things, and all all our best baddies are back. We get Daleks, we get Cybermans, we get Missy. Yes, um, new we new outfit, stuff. Missy. New outfit, Missy. Yes, seen a lot of talk about that and the patterns amongst the cosplay people out there. I'm trying to think of what else we actually get in this trailer. I believe we have uh, that weird little girl who says exterminate. Uh, yes, there's some sort of like water-based I, shape-shifting thing going on. There. Yeah, very strange. And uh, we get, we get these these evil-looking monks. Yes, the evil-looking monks. And what else do we get? I'm trying to think. Oh gosh! Um, There's a character uh, we see, and I can't remember. Everyone is trying to figure out who he is, but I think they think he is Gallifreyan, possibly. You mean the the landlord? Yes, I mean just because he's uh, the the you know. Right. Yeah, he's he's named like a a Southern California freeway. It has the (laughs) in front, so of course he must be a time lord. Um, That's that's honestly. Since I first saw indication that David Suchet was going to be in the new season and that was his character's name, I completely have the theory going that he is a time lord of some kind. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm putting that on record. Yeah. Oh, um, the, the emoji robots. Oh, of course, the emoji robots, yes. Uh, which I'm, 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 I'm still kind of curious to see how those guys are going to play out because there will come a day where emojis are a played out thing and everybody would be like, Oh yeah. Remember that. Remember when emojis were a thing. Yeah. And I think the most important thing that we need to take away from this is just bill in general, just the excitement that bill brings just fresh eyes. And it's, it's just, uh, it's super cool. And I'm, I'm very excited to just see bill in general. And, but the other thing, and I, I feel like you and I had spoken about this, is can companions stop saying, even if it kills me, or something uh, to that effect? Yes. We, we talked about this last episode. I, uh, I don't need that. Is that. I mean, is that just a Moffat thing? It's a Moffat thing. I think it, it is. I think it's just something he says to, or he has characters say just to make us angry. Well, yes, there is that, but I, 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 for some reason, I think he as a writer must be fixated on how, I don't know, companions are so drawn into this world that, that it, it almost becomes an unhealthy thing for them, like an unhealthy addiction of sorts. I don't know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he just doesn't, doesn't like us. 
<laughs> he, he wants to see us. Suffer. But it, yeah, and it's almost just like a, a send off where it's just like he's like, well, here you go. Here's one last thing that you hate about me. <laughs> Here's one more thing to make you guys weep. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm pumped, man. Bring on bring on April fifteenth. Our taxes are done, so I don't need to worry about that. Oh, I I do on. still. Oh boy. Uh, stick that on your calendar, dude. Yeah, I got to do that. Yeah. So episodes. I mean, we're just we everything. I think in the show notes is about season ten. So uh, this, for the most part, for the most part, this next note is very interesting because we had a bunch of two parters last season, and they were all great. Mm-hmm. As we've stated on the show, season nine was the most solid, most best season of Doctor Who since the reboot. Not even yeah. the reboot, whatever you want to call it. Come and fight us. We don't care. <laughs> so episode six through eight of season 10 will be a three-parter. Yeah, we're getting a three-parter, like an official three-parter. Because I feel like we had one where it was kind of like, well, this it kind of led into this two-parter and but this is an official three-parter and this is actually apparently the story where these uh creepy monks are introduced yes oh all right that's cool yeah creepy monks i wonder i mean this is a three-parter the other rumor going around was that the time lords might make their way back to this show so maybe the monks are involved somehow with the time lords i feel like time lords and deserve a three-parter yeah i would say so we'll see we shall see now this next one you're gonna have to take because i have not been we all know if you listen to this show i can't pronounce anything so (laughs) you're gonna take this next note i will gladly take this next one because uh like literally the day after we recorded last it was revealed that the mondasian cybermen the Cybermen that we last saw in the tomb of the Cybermen, the second Doctor story, which if you want to hear us review it, that was episode 53. Um, Nailed it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> are coming back, and they will be part of episodes 11 and 12. Um, and this was something um, that uh, Capaldi, when asked, you know, uh, uh, what you know? What baddie would you most like to battle? And he said the Mondasian Cybermen. Um, so he's he's getting this gift, I guess, as his send off. Um, now I've I've seen uh, some set reports. So uh, ring that cloister bell, folks. What follows technically is going to be spoilers. Um, but uh, uh, episodes 11 and 12 are going to see more Cybermen than just the Mondasian ones. Ooh. Ooh, indeed. Excellent. Ooh, indeed. Um, not only that, but I swear somewhere I saw a photograph of uh, Matt Lucas, right, as Nardle, um, standing in front of, like, a giant, uh, like, carved... Uh, Cybermen head that looked very much like what we saw in the episode Tomb of the Cybermen or in the story of Tomb of the Cybermen. Oh boy! And I, I like I in my head I'm going, oh my god, let them like go back to Vulcan, let them go back to like the tomb. I mean, I just I, I if it turns out that the 
episode is titled Return to the Tomb of the Cybermen, I will lose <laughs> my stuff. That would be great. Wouldn't it be the best? Yes, it would be amazing. So, uh, yeah, this is, you know, not that I'm eager to get to the end of June, beginning of July when, when these episodes air, but just, just knowing that this is coming, I am, um, I am so super pumped to see how this all plays out. Cause I, I get this feeling that, you know, as we make our way through this, this final Capaldi season, because he is such a fan of classic who I think we are going to get a lot of it peppered throughout. Oh, definitely. Oh, so excited. So exciting. Yeah. And uh, yep. you should just take this last note because uh, you you put it there. I did. I did put it there. Um, you know, I, I came across an article over at the Radio Times about uh, somebody. I think it was. I think it was yet another. Uh, you know, theory on Reddit um, about why uh, Time Lords age the way they do. Um, and I will put the link in the show notes. Um, but the idea started with, well, well, why did Matt Smith's doctor look so young during like his farewell, his farewell tour when he spent like 200 years that he lived throughout uh, season six, but then he became an old man while defending the town of Christmas on Trenslor for 300 years. Yeah. Okay. So, so in its most simplistic form, um, a time Lord will only age basically if he stays put Okay. So like first doctor, right? He didn't steal the TARDIS until he was old and gray. Yeah. Right. And so traveling about, traveling about, traveling in the vortex basically kind of keeps you, I guess, looking young. I mean, you just, you obviously still age. Huh. Okay. But, you know, he spent, you know, 11 spent 300 years in one town. Right. He yes. wasn't traveling through the vortex and therefore aged quite a lot. Huh. That and I'm is like, you know what? Very interesting. Fair. I, 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 I will accept this. This is, uh, this works for me. Yeah. I mean, it works for me. Yeah. So like I said, I'll put a, I'll put a link to the article in the show notes. You guys can check it out. Let us know your thoughts. Does it work for you? Can you think of a case where you're like, nope. I'm going to debunk it. <laughs> I'm sure somebody will. That news. I'm sure someone will. Knowing our fans, knowing fans in general, yeah, someone will find a way. Someone. <laughs> what is, what, oh my, what's that quote from Jurassic Park? Uh, which one? It's, it's, a, it's a Goldblum quote. Oh, gosh, those are all the best ones. Nature finds, is it Nature Finds a Way? Yeah. Or something nature like that? Finds a Way, yes. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get into this. This week, we, uh, by recommendation of former friend of the show. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, Mike. Mike, I'm so kidding. You're a great person, and you know I'm joking. (laughs) Uh, M.A. Sokol recommended we watch Underworld, starring Tom Baker as the Doctor, Louise Jameson as Leela, John Leeson as the voice of K-9, and James Maxwell as Captain Jackson. That's a great name. <laughs> Action Jackson. Action Jackson. It was written by Bob Baker, not Barker. And, no. And, and Dave Martin, and it was directed by Norman Stewart, and it first aired January 7th, 
through the 28th, 1979, 1978, and it was the fifth story of season 15. And you know what, Taylor? I'm glad you put that in there because I don't think we ever mentioned what seasons these are from. I, you know, we we're inconsistent at best. That um, that's gonna be at, our at new best. shirt. <laughs> Podcastica inconsistent at best. 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 Nice. Holy moly. We'll, we'll do it with that that latest design that I kind of like pitched to you, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. That'd be <laughs> that'd be great. And we got some story notes. So Taylor. Go for it. Take it away. Take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, John is operating on not a lot of sleep. I got about five, maybe four hours of sleep. The coffee is, it's, I have it with me. I'm still drinking it and it's doing nothing for me. Well, that does happen eventually. My eyes, the goggles, they do nothing. (laughs) Well, story notes. This story uh, is actually an allegory for the myth of Jason and the quest, you're going to hear that word a lot tonight, folks, quest for the Golden Fleece. Uh, and actually completely gets named check at the end of the episode or at the end of the story, too. Um, it's interesting that the story also advances the mythos of the Time Lords by explaining the origin of their non-interference policy, their own prime directive. Wow. Yep. Yep. And now we also come to the reason why uh, Mike was so generous as to suggest this episode to us. Three separate polls, despite what some people in this country think about polls these days, three separate polls have this episode as one of the least well-regarded fourth Doctor stories. I should have done some research before. (laughs) I just (laughs) blindly was like, let's watch this one. Well, let's be honest. The other episode or the other story that he suggested was Silver Nemesis, which is a Seventh Doctor story. And we've done a lot of Seventh Doctor stories lately. True. Um, not that I would have turned down another one. Uh, no, I wouldn't have ever. either. But I mean, I kind of wanted it. We actually, podcast <laughs> listeners, we re- and by we, I mean Taylor, put together all of our episodes and which doctor was in each episode. So we have a running tally now. Yes, we have a spreadsheet. We have and, a spreadsheet. As part of that, you might notice that this episode is numbered a little bit differently than the last episode we did. And um, it's because I did some math and we were four off from where we actually were. So we've. So welcome to episode 83. We've basically time jumped. Yeah, we time jumped. You didn't miss anything. We just, yeah, fixed it. Um, according to the production notes, the recently released Star Wars influenced certain aspects of the production, especially when it was learned that the film would be released in the UK 10 days before Underworld was scheduled to air. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was very interesting. Wow. It, 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 it's, I've seen it said in a couple places that there was always this feeling amongst people who were doing sci-fi on television that they could be as good as what you could see in theaters until Star Wars came out. And they went, yeah, there's no way we're going to catch up to that. <laughs> That's, yeah, no. So it's kind we, of we, like... We can try, but no. It's kind of like the story of Brian Wilson driving down the highway with one of his friends, and I believe Strawberry Fields Forever came on the radio, and he pulled uh-huh. over, like, almost crashing a couple of times on the side of the highway and just listened to the song and then just yeah. said they got there first. 
Is it kind of like oh. that? <laughs> kind of like that, yeah. Oh, yeah. the Beach Boys. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Welcome to the Beach Boys cast. Oh, um, don't tempt me. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> I've got feelings about pet sounds. We, we can get to that. Um, but not on this podcast. The the minions, not the little yellow guys. I realize that's what it sounds like. No, no, no. The 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 people in this story, the minions, like the Minoans, uh, when living on Minos a hundred thousand years before, accepted Time Lord technology. This is where the whole non-intervention thing comes in. The minions, not the yellow ones, kicked the Time Lords out by force, went to war, destroyed their own world. Yeah, uh, minions can also regenerate thousands of times, albeit with mechanical help. But they also retain the same persona and appearance each time. So they almost improved on the Time Lord technology. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Which is very strange. In some ways, I mean, at least you don't have to. Like, if you got to go and get your driver's license renewed for the umpteenth time, it's not like, oh, sorry, I look different. Yes. It, no, I just look the same, but I'm eight hundred years old. Wasn't that the doctor's library card? It had oh, who did it have? Yeah. It had um, who it was on it? Was it just? Uh, I think it was. I think it was Hartnell. It was Hartnell. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. So Taylor, as always, you have a world famous synopsis for us. Indeed. Well, the Doctor, Leela, and K-9 find themselves at the edge of everything, only to find a group of minions on a 100,000-year-old quest. And the quest is the quest. And the quest is to find their race base. But the ship carrying that became a planet, complete with a caste system, maniacal overlord computer, sweet-hooded costumes, and poor planning when it comes to explosive designs. So, Taylor, uh, the quest it, is the quest. The quest is the quest. I don't know every- if... You Owner of a Nissan minivan. <laughs> yes. Now, as I stated at the beginning of this this episode, I was gone this weekend, so this is not fresh in my mind at all. And when I tried to recall anything that I saw, I could not. <laughs> well, I will admit you have good reason for that, but I will do my best to uh, help fill in any gaps because I, too, watched this earlier last week not knowing uh, how busy or not busy things are going to get uh, over the past few days. And so, yeah, this will be an interesting podcast. Yes, it will. Uh, and I will say this, though. The, the moment I see those Tom Baker intro titles... I am nine years old again. It's <laughs> summer. It's PBS. I am sitting on the floor watching Doctor Who. Man, that takes me back. Oh, I bet. Not me, though. This is my first time. Sorry. That's okay. But Thank I love you. it. I still love it. I love Tom Baker. But, and this was also, was this was our first uh, Leela story, too, as well, right? This is our first Leela story. And and I believe our first canine story. Yeah. There you go. Good for us. We did yep. it. Hooray, hooray. And you I'm honestly I'm looking at my notes and as I said, you're gonna have you I think you're taking the lead I, on this one. You're okay. gonna have to lead. Well it, you know, they they start off, they're 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 off in space. You see the star field and it pans and there's no stars anymore. Because we're apparently at the edge of everything. 
Uh, and I love, oh my God, they cut into the TARDIS and Leela's there flipping switches. Yes. Yes. Hit, okay. Hit hydro. Um, and uh, the, the time rotor, the time rotor as it goes up, it's like wobbly. <laughs> it's wobbling back and forth. It's, it's harmonic balancer is, I don't know, out of alignment or something. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it looked uh, like the, I believe the doctor was wearing some sort of like smock. It looked like he yes, had been painting. painting. That's exactly right. He was off painting, which is, I, I just feel like is such a fourth doctor thing to do. Just like, Oh, Absolutely. I was painting, you know? Absolutely. Like, and, and like right off the bat, I just, I love the banter, you know, Leela and canine. And like at one point, like Leela just smacks canine. Yes. And in four and canine, oh my god, their banter is just just canine's banter in general towards everyone else. He's just very it, direct and to the point, and he just says he's like, "Look, I know what's going on, guys." Yes, like just exactly. listen to me, right? Because he keeps going. He's like, he's like, "Nope, we're not alone. <laughs> we're not alone." He's like, "Of course we're alone. No, we're we're not alone. There's a ship. There can't be a ship. There's a ship, Doctor. Look, there's a ship. Oh, there's a ship." Uh, but I think I think at one point in the I think in the last episode of this story, um, oh I forget. Oh, four says something which is like a completely like backhanded compliment to Canine, and Canine is like, no, no gratitudes are necessary. And I'm like, well, he wasn't actually giving you any. Canine, <laughs> but okay, moving on. And I, I believe we we find out that the the people on this planet. It, they call it they call the it the time ship of the gods and you find out that they worship or that the gods are the time lords yeah 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 yeah. Uh, um so there's there's this new spiral nebula that's forming on the monitor and they're starting to get pulled toward it and you know apparently that's very very bad so they go and i think land themselves on uh, the the minion ship, the, yeah, I was about to say Minoan. I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, the minion ship would actually, if you look at it from the back, just looks like a giant USB port that you need to like plug in your car, uh, you know, cigarette lighter thing because it's got four <laughs> yeah. straight lines yes. as the engines. And I'm like, oh, it's a giant USB port. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, they are. They have been traveling for a hundred thousand years since they destroyed their planet um and they are trying to find all their like genetic history which was on a ship which has now tumbled into this burgeoning nebula yes um I'm telling you, like, I'm like, okay, this sounds vaguely familiar. I just want to say the end of my notes for part one, my last note is, oh, man, I didn't take a whole bunch of notes. <laughs> well, at least you're honest. And and that's mine is, ha, they're being buried alive. Go science. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we meet, we meet the minions. We meet Captain Jackson and uh, Herrick with an H-E-R Herrick. In it, which I thought was Eric, and you oh yeah, thought I thought so Eric. too. I, yeah, and I totally like I had that down, and then I looked at um, Tardis Wiki as I was pulling other notes together. Go and check out Tardis Wiki, support them, um, and I'm like, oh, it's Herrick. Oh, okay, and his very suave hair. Oh, he was freaking out. 
He was <laughs> losing his mind. He, well, you travel for 100,000 years with the same people was, on the same ship, regardless of the quest being the quest or not. The quest is the quest, gonna yes. You're going to go a little bonkers. Yeah, definitely, because the quest is the quest. Now, it is. Is this, now, okay, I'm, I'm starting to remember stuff now. Oh, good. This should be the, the be, be called um, the one where John remembers things. I that is I will take that into consideration. I actually had an alternate title come to me, and and I I almost dare not say it, but uh, it's don't say it, don't say it. So so is this <laughs> we get the weird is the is the beam thing in this or is that in the second ep, the second one? Where they get well, they're, they're, blasted with the beam and they start apologizing and they seem very no, it is it is it is in this first story because I'm like, what is that? A happy Ray? Because yeah. he's getting all stressed out and he's like, dude, the zap, and he's like, oh, hey man, I'm cool. I'm all like chill and mellow now. Yeah. Um, but they find out they find out that the doctor is a time lord. Yes. Uh, and so we we get the background on like why the time lords don't well aren't supposed to. Uh, mess with any cultures anymore because yeah they'll think you're gods and worship you and go to war over you and this is why religion can be dangerous people indeed and and you use their technology so you never die yeah pretty much and you become a babe that girl is a babe uh yeah she she cleaned up pretty nicely she did i'm not afraid <laughs> to say that she was a babe hey you know you see a babe you call a babe that's I, I I trust you, man. I mean, I don't know, because, you know, some people don't like being called, like, babe, you know? Like, don't call me okay. babe. Remember remember Barb, <laughs> remember Barb Wire? That terrible Pamela Anderson movie? She didn't like to be called babe, and she murdered people that called her babe. I'll be honest. I remember the trailer for it. That's, I, I mean, that was all I saw. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, he actually watched that movie. She was a lovely looking woman. There we go. I respect that. I respect that 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 opinion. There we are. Um, but yeah, the 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 ship that they're trying to find is called the P7E, which also sounds like it could be a model of British car. Yes, definitely. Um, something of a flying Dutchman kind of ship. It's almost more of a ghost ship because they've been following like a. Almost like a radar ping for it. They haven't actually had visual contact. They're just like, we keep hearing this yes. thing, so it's in this direction. Um, now, let's talk canine for a second, because as he's wheeling around and bantering and stuff, he sounds kind of like he runs on a worn-out blender. Yeah. He is very noisy. I don't remember him being this noisy. Super noisy. Not very stealthy. I don't remember if he sneaks up on anybody in this, but I, I wouldn't believe it if he did. <laughs> no, Super loud. I, very true. It's almost very like true. it's almost like anything the doctor like so the TARDIS is loud, the screwdriver's loud, K nine is loud. He just does not can't just can't do it. Just can't make things yeah. stealthy, apparently. No, apparently not. Um but when you mentioned the, um, we'll call it the Happy Ray. Yes. Because uh, if I remember right, they use it on Leela. They do. As well, because she's a savage, quote unquote. Um, and I love at one point, because she's, she's like, what? Who pacified me? I'll kill him. Yes. Like, yes, yeah. that is Leela. 
I'd love you. And I don't know about you, but I find Leela's outfit a lot more distracting than I did when I was nine. I was I was very distracted by it. I did. I was just like, I. This is a kids' show, right? I was. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was so confused. I was like, all right, I I I get it, but. Yeah, this was the dawning of the age of like, well, let's let's. Let's try to sex it up a little bit. Yeah, I guess. Well, I you remember, I mean, when we were doing our Gallifrey One coverage, I, I was there, Louise Jameson was talking about, you know, the reveal of the costume on set for the first time, and everybody was, like, dead silent for a minute, and one guy in back was like, I'm not going to mind having to shoot that for six months. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody busted up laughing. And we can see why. Yes. Yes, we can. <laughs> So, I want to talk about these hooded dudes, because this was one thing I actually thoroughly enjoyed. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, they go into the nebula, and they get to planet P7E, um, and it's a pretty well-formed planet Yeah, at this point, and there are all sorts of dudes uh, living there now. Oh, yeah. Just dudes everywhere. Uh, yeah, there were some ladies, though, weren't there? I would hope there were. I think there were, yeah. There must have been. Anyway... Go ahead. That's it. I just really liked how they looked. Oh, yes. They 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 had a very unique look. Now, granted, some of them looked like they just had like cloth bags with, you know, grommets uh, attached to them, which, hey, you know, if you're looking for a simple cosplay to pull together, there you go. There you go. Saps and grommets. Um, wasn't that a claymation? No, anyway. That was Wallace um, and Gromit. Oh, yeah, Wallace and Gromit. Ah, cracking toast, Gromit. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that I mean, at least design-wise, for an episode that we are about to find out was shot almost entirely on green, uh, blue screen. Oh boy! Because green screen technology hadn't come come around yet. Um, uh, this was yeah, some pretty impressive costumes and just unusual. Yeah. Um, there's so many things that they could have done, but they went with these. Like at times, they kind of look like. Like the Rocketeer, almost. Yes. And, and it's like, oh, you look like you should be like, uh, uh, you know, chopping off people's heads. At these, yeah, they were uh, like weird executioner hoods. Thank you. Yes, exactly. But they looked uh, cool. I liked them. Yeah, I liked them too. I would love, I would love to see some people cosplay those. Like, you want to grab some cool stuff yeah. from classic food that's a little unusual that like not everyone else is doing. This is is rife. Uh, with outfits that you could probably pull off. Um, I got to admit, though, I think anytime I hear K9 talk now, I actually just picture John Leeson off stage with a microphone. <laughs> now that I've seen him like in person, like do yeah. the voice, it's like all I see. But at one point, because um, the 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 minion ship crashes into the planet, mm-hmm. and all K9 says is penetration. You have penetration. I'm like, whoa, canine after dark. All right, then. Yeah, I guess, right? Whoa. There were some uh, very questionable. There was a questionable line at the end of uh, at the end of this episode, which we will get oh, to. There were. Yeah, there there was lots of that. And yeah. I love how the the ship that they're in, you know, they're bracing for impact and they're all just sitting on couches that have no seatbelts whatsoever. Yeah. It's the most chill bracing for impact ever. And so they, they crash and the, 
the trogs, the troglodytes. Um, they're oh freaking out! It's like ah, I run away from the blue screen. <laughs> Man, this blue screen was just yeah. It was it was a lot. It was a lot of blue screen, and I it was a lot. And it's it's the kind of thing that when you kind of start watching this story, you know, the first episode doesn't really have it so much. The second one has it obviously a bit more. And it's kind of like, oh, wow, they're using that a bit. And then it's like all the way through the rest yeah. of the story. You're like, oh, my God, it's more blue screen. It's, it's so much. And it's just very not good. It's very not good. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it, this was the very early days of this technology. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, if, 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 if the set is lit a certain way, and the people who are in front of the screen are lit a different way. It, it's just going to look wrong. You get these really almost like thick outlines. So around people. Yeah. So we're in the yeah. caves. You yes. know, Hanging out in the caves. And the cave. I, I just want to say I, I also really loved the echo effect that we got in this. When mm-hmm. we're in the caves and people are saying their lines and the lines will bounce back in an echo. I just absolutely love that. I thought that was very, very cool. Yeah. I mean, again, even though they, this is kind of like the setups that they were dealing with, they, they worked hard to make it work as best they could. And and that was definitely one of the, the, the things that really helped. Definitely. I, we also learned that the quest is the quest unless it's someone else's quest. That's right. Yeah. And then it's the quests. Chernobyl quest? I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's it's funny because I feel like, I mean, normally we talk about part three. Part three, we don't do a lot of notes. My part two does not have a lot of notes. My part three has the most notes. I, yeah, I actually Which is insanity. For part three. Um, <laughs> but I'm... I was kind of impressed that for for what I thought or what I was led to believe was a relatively new planet, um, this has got a ton of infrastructure. Yeah. There's mining. There's CCTV. Yeah, they they have everything. Energy weapons. Oh, okay. Uh, So these energy weapons. I I have a note that says, oh, man, he totally blocked that laser shot with his cookie shield. Yes. These shields, they looked like jammy dodgers, honestly. A little bit. Or or like 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 a giant chunk of honeycomb. Yes. And these laser effects were well, they were they were something else. Top notch, weren't top, they? They were top notch. <laughs> they spared no expense with the blue screen you, and the special could, effects. You could actually see how fast the light travels. Yes. Right? So good. <laughs> And I believe there's some fumigation going on at the end of this second part here. Yes, because the the uh, the, the the trogs are so out of control. Um, you know, oh my gosh, people have have landed. The 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 security uh, uh, force, let's say, is like, all right, shut these tunnels down and gas them. Yes, they're just, just like forget just, it, just get rid of them. Murder all these people. Yes. And we find out the best use for a really huge scarf. Yes, we do. <laughs> As a gas mask, why not? And the doctor, oh. 
You... Yes, we both have this line in our notes. I forgot about this. Oh God. In you know, uh, I mean, I, I he's not wrong. I think is what we should preference or you know start out by saying is he's not wrong. I mean, whatever nope. blows can be sucked. <laughs> This is like he says out loud to himself. He's just like, well, whatever blows can be sucked. And he reverses the polarity of the uh, neutrons, you know, does that whole thing. Yeah. Switches, basically pulls the space balls. Yes. It's and, gone and, from and, suck and, to blow. <laughs> I didn't exactly even think right. about that. That's exactly right. How much you want to bet? The writers were just going, all right, five pounds. You can get that line in. Yeah, right. Just had a bet. You know, it'd be even funnier if if Tom Baker just said it, <laughs> just ad libbed it. Yeah, like, that'd be brilliant. That <laughs> would be brilliant. Be so sucked. the episode ends on that innuendo. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, so part three, <clears throat> we get the recap, so we get to hear the great line once again. That's right. And I feel like Leela's really excited because she finds a weapon at one point. She's like, oh, man, look at this thing I found. And the doctor's just he, just, he just doesn't care. He's like, what? I think so. He's like, I mean, it, we've got b- bigger things to figure out here. I, I have a note, like, part, just like right at the beginning of part three going, good job, Leela. And I'm like, I have no idea. I literally was like, I can't recall why I said so this. So I have a note that says, I'm glad Leela didn't eat that thing she was supposed to throw. So I feel like the weapon turned turned out she was going to try and eat it, but then she threw it and it exploded or something. Maybe. I'm not completely sure. But the other thing in this is this is where we get the they go into this um, like mine shaft that has no gravity in it or a limited oh. amount of gravity. Yes. And, OK, well, let's 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 recap just a little bit of story here. They. They basically make friends with one of the troglodytes who's trogs, who who's like dad was taken away because he was starting to rebel. Um, and he's going to be sacrificed in this rather arcane looking um, ritual for so advanced a technology. Um, and they're like, oh, well, we're going to go. We're going to go rescue him. Yeah, let, let's do it. And canine's like, OK, affirmative master. Um, <laughs> and apparently canine comes complete with a wireless printer. Because he like yeah. turned off like a map for them to follow, and I'm like, dude, I didn't realize you had a printer. Um, but the guy's like, ah, no, we can't go there because it's guarded by invisible dragons and their latest single. Wait, no, that's that's Imagine Dragon. Yes, well, yeah. that's yeah, close enough. Anyway, um, and of course, obviously, it's not invisible dragons; it's just technology. Yeah. Uh, and so then we get to the point where they get to like this mind shaft with zero G and God help me the blue screen. Yes. Where it's just, he's like, push, just push, push. Yeah. And they just start like float. And I was like, is when are oh. we in that Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory room? Are they yes. going to float up towards a giant blade they're, right now? They're, yep. They're riding the bubbles up and it's like, it's like they're half trying to look like they're not just standing on ground. Yes. On a blue screen. No, like Tom Baker, not even trying. Oh, like no. His legs ramrod straight. Oh, no. He you know? did not care about this at all. We, 
you know, Louis Jameson is like kind of leaning back, getting the arms, you know, kind of with a, with a slow like I'm listening to reggae music and I'm grooving kind of thing. Um, but yeah, Tom Baker is just standing there. He's like, look at this, I'm just floating, just push, and he has like the corniest smile ever. <laughs> well, that that's typical of him, but that's why we love him. But it, I mean, but like more so corny because he's like, this is gonna look ridiculous. <laughs> Probably, yeah. And I have a note here that says these lasers, there's just green lasers everywhere, and that it seems oh. that the green lasers are super easy to block. Yes, because they're again this this um uh, this kind of arcane sacrifice that they're going to do. They they capture uh, the Doctor and the Trog and Leela, and they have them standing there, not. I will have it noted, not restrained in any way, shape, or form. Just standing there. Um, and there's a bunch of other trogs in there. And they're like, ah, oh, filled with fear. And they're like, um, they're not really afraid, man. They just they look like they're being lazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But right before the sword's supposed to come down, uh, uh, the trog whose dad is, is, is about to get sacrificed is like, no, and he grabs it. Apparently it's on wheels. Who knew? Oh yeah. And who knew? pushes it out of the way. And then all of a sudden you might as well start yakety sacks. Yes. And it is like full on like revolution, like eat laser blast, you know, and it's like, wow, I dig my video game sounds because all these laser blasts have like full on like video game sounds. Now the and the other thing that was confusing is I believe the shields also shoot lasers. Right? Um <laughs> yes. Yes they do. Which is just like, wait, what? I'm why doesn't everyone just have a shield laser instead? That seems more practical. It seems quite practical, doesn't it? I was just so confused. I'm like, I don't understand. And then I have a note. I guess one of the people, he gets shot like 20 times and he's still alive. I'm like, I just, hmm? Herrick. Yes, Herrick. He gets shot like 20 times and he's just totally fine. Yep. Couldn't take him down. I'm like, wow, I totally misjudged this guy. Yeah. He... But then but then they capture him and yes. take him away and they force him to wear like Beats headphones. Yes. <laughs> now we go back to and what are the people with the masks called? Do they have names? I feel like they had names later on. Oh gosh, they probably did, but I don't have that written down. So anywhere. they they did the old Scooby Doo gag where they had masks over their masks. Oh, yes, that's right. And my only question is, Taylor, why did they look like Diglets? I, well, because Pokemon is derivative of everything. I was like, what? wait, so Diglets are evil? I mean, I think I already knew that, but... I've tried catching them sometimes. I have. God, it, they are on. indeed evil. I mean, and you know and what? But, I mean, I feel like these, these dudes were kind of underground. Diglets, they kind of come up from the ground. You're totally right. So, I mean, maybe this is where Diglett's originated from. My God. And also, I loved the ending of this, of part three. Yes. Oh, my God. I laughed so hard where it's a shot of the doctor and uh, Lila. They're hiding in a mine cart. Uh-huh. And this dude is like pushing them up towards like a mine shaft where it's, and this old dude just falls over. And then it's just credits. And then that's yep. just like the end of the episode. I'm like, dumped out of a mining cart? That's the cliffhanger? 
just an old man falling over. Yeah. Uh, part yeah. part four. Um, my first note says first note seven minutes in. So Taylor, take it away. I got I to gotta fill seven minutes. Oh, got to fill seven minutes well, of time. I'm just my, my, my first note is this dude is totally brainwashed. So you're just up until then. Okay. F- uh, ooh, okay. Yikes. I think that might be more than seven minutes. But uh, my first note, because now kind of the doctor is kind of like gathering trogs, um, not pogs, trogs. Yes. Um, to obviously, you know, protect them because they're all rebelling now. And, and the masked cast is trying to, you know, kill them all. And again, this is, you know, deep 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 in blue screen country here and and he shouts everyone stay calm and if you look no one's freaking out yes no one uh, no one's freaking out i, I really I, I i felt like by this point it's like i was watching a bunch of kids playing and they all have to imagine the scenery yes yeah well yeah because they had to blue screen yeah <laughs> i mean they they probably could say oh well there's there are these rocky outcroppings here and here's your mark where you're supposed to trip because there's going to be a rock there, you yeah. know, but at the same time, it really is. It's a bunch of kids running around imagining the scenery. Yeah, basically. Um, but, uh, uh, eventually the, the mass dudes come to, I think they actually come to, uh, captain Jackson and the other minions. God, I'm just going to picture this the whole time. Um, strangely enough, though, yellow minions from Despicable Me have that same kind of head shape as the like gold mask dudes with like the three red eyes on them. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. I wonder. Pondering emoji. Um. So anyway, they they come to them. The wait, wait. We propose a truce, and I'm like, truce. I don't trust this. Yes. And and they're like, we'll give you the race banks here. Here they are. They're these two, you <laughs> yes. know, gold stick looking things. And I'm like, okay, so the quest is no longer the quest? Really? Yeah. They're like, well, the uh, quest is over. And then the note after that I have is, dude, Herrick looks high as AF. <laughs> I just say AF. Because, you know. Yeah. There you go. So I think I've caught up to your note now. Oh, because he's super brainwashed. He's super brainwashed. So he's he's he looks all like tripped out um i mean the the only other notes i have here is that we we meet the keeper who is the whispering voice oh that's the whispery lady voice with the voice activated lights yes gotcha okay and the doctor is um he's just talking to this whispering voice and i feel like Man, I do not have a lot of notes. Canine, canine, as we talked about earlier, apparently has a printer in his, in his on his person, but right. he also has um, apparently a giant laser bomb that can explode stuff. Oh yes, because he he blasts open this rock wall. Yes, he's like, I am here. Would you believe he he holds that in his nose? I I mean, I do believe it because his nose is uh is red. And it's got sure. a little hole in it, so I assume. That's right. I, I love that um, we, we, we finally, like, when uh, uh, when the doctor is, is talking to the keeper, not the trapper keeper, that's different. Uh, 
we, we finally get him giving kind of some meaty dialogue and he calls it, he calls it a superheated junk with delusions of grandeur. And I just love that line. <laughs> uh, let's see. I believe the doctor does an old switcheroo here. Oh, this is the best because what, what the keepers actually given them, what he doesn't know is we've replaced their Folgers crystals with two <laughs> fission grenades. Yes. And how many two, two gigatons? Yes, thank you. Of explosives. The gigatons. In those two little sticks. Well, well they're they say an advanced technology. Million, no, they say two thousand megatons. Well, that's just the same as two gigatons. Yes. Um, and it's like, damn. I'm like, you don't want to just blow them up. You want to completely vaporize. Them. Yes, you want no trace of anything left. Yeah, but yes, the doctor pulls probably, I would say, one of the best switcheroos. Agreed. Mainly because uh, he tells them that they're fake. Yes. And they don't even check them. They're just like, yeah, that's, I mean, he's crazy, whatever. And they just put them back in place. It's, it's, it's the best because they actually do get in and steal the proper uh, uh, race banks, which look identical. Now, let's pause for a second. If you are planning to blow up someone, this is a PSA. Uh, if you're planning to blow someone up because they're trying to get something that you have, don't make the bomb look exactly like the thing that they're trying to get. No matter how tempting that is, because I get it, it's tempting. That's just going to lead to trouble. Yeah, and it and it did. It did it, lead to trouble. <laughs> It led to big trouble because at first, not even the keeper could tell the difference. No. And I would think that if anyone, if anything could tell the difference, it would be this. Yeah, I I, I agree. It, it was just like, what a terrible plan. And the bombs are, they're un, you, you can't defuse them. So it's Apparently. like, it's just like, this is the biggest whelp moment in history. It really is. And the, the, the hooded dude that is like standing there as the keeper is like freaking out. And like all I hear in my head is like, "Duh, I don't know what to do with these bomb things." <laughs> I also love that when they're trying to get all of these people off of the, yes, off of the planet, the yes. doctor's like, "The planet is going to explode," and uh, I believe it's it's the, is, it's the captain. He's like, "Well, I, I don't care. Get these people off my ship." Exactly. He's like, that, that's great. We don't have room for all of these people. Get out of here. Which I, I'm like, they're already no, no, on. Sorry. They're already on. Come on, man. <laughs> they're related to you, damn it. Yeah. Um. I mean, the planet explodes, and that's, like, that, is there anything else? I don't even know. Uh, it, it pretty much, I, I, the, the, the story ends with a kiss. Leela gives Kanan a little, a little peck uh, as, as they oh, have now yes, yes. left to get onto the TARDIS and and leave. I forget even what Kanan says and how wily Lith feels affectionate enough to give him a little a little smooch, but we'll, we'll never I, know. I have the note. Oh, it ends with a kiss. <laughs> we'll never know cuz I will not go back and watch this. <laughs> I did as you can tell, I apparently did not have a good time watching this. Um I mean, I, I it was I okay. Like, I like I liked the story idea. I liked actually some of the science at some point where where like they go into the nebula and the ship is heavy enough that it starts attracting rocks and those rocks attract more rocks. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's how planet formation works. That's 
that's good science. Yeah, yeah. Cannot argue you know, with that. I, I I liked that the the fact that it was so blue screened. That was very off putting, yes. like super off putting. But the costumes were good. Agreed. Some of the innuendo <laughs> lines were, you know, entertaining. Yes. Leela was pleasantly distracting. Agreed. I mean, there I'm, was I'm some good things. Positive. <laughs> there were some good things. But, I mean, they were few and far between. Yeah. Oh, boy. So. Oh, boy. Taylor. Yes. Do you, um... Do you do you want to tell people what our what our next time is? And our next time spoilers will be this week. It will actually because uh, in just a couple of days, maybe even by the time you hear this episode, if not before you hear this episode, after it's timey wimey, um, we are finally getting our second uh, interview with someone who's been involved with Doctor Who. It's been quite a while since we interviewed Sophie Aldred. Yes. Um, but through meeting him at Gallifrey One and, and politely asking via Twitter and stuff, uh, I am excited to say that uh, writer extraordinaire, uh, I'm amazed at how prolific he actually has been. And I, I, I actually regret that I have not read more of his stuff, but I'm still looking very forward to talking with him. Paul Cornell will be our guest in just a couple days here on podcast. Yeah. That is, it's just very cool. <laughs> <laughs> the power of Twitter people. I mean, it really just it comes down to just asking nicely and being like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to come on and talk about stuff and, you know, plug your new things? And, yeah. Well, yeah. Now scheduling between here and England on the other hand is, <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's be, that's a task a, for a three, three cup of coffee morning. Yes, but it's a it's a it's a task we are willing to to take on, and we are it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It, it will. I'm looking forward to it. I'm 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 excited. I'm I'm anxious. I'm this 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 will be another good one. But after that, <laughs> yes, after that, thinking, after that, I've I get to pick the next episode before we dive into season ten, and I was. Thinking, oh well, let's let's take it easy. I know a story that that it's only two episodes, fifth Doctor story called Black Orchid. And the more I thought about it, it's like, mm, you know, no, the Cybermen are coming back in season ten. So let's pick the story after Black Orchid, ladies and gentlemen. I'm about to force all of you to listen to us review Earthshock. Oh, good lord. <laughs> I feel like I have seen Earthshock. It's the, well, spoilers. <laughs> it's the one where Adric dies. Oh, yes, I have. I have watched that. <laughs> and you know what? That's why I thought, you, you know, I, I'll save this story for next time when we when we actually record the episode. All That's right. very funny that we are watching this. You didn't actually go and, like, look that up based on, like, what I left in the notes. I didn't even, well, I just saw this note, so... Oh, gotcha. I just scrolled down and saw it, and uh, yes, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So it will be a four-parter, but you know what? We'll we'll get through it. We'll, we'll have a, another appreciation for the Cybermen. We're going to celebrate the death of the wilderness here with the death of Patrick. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Oh, my goodness. 
oh my, what have we done? <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search The Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice. And you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Apex Buddha. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Podcastica. Look for The Gallifreyan Writing. And please rate and review us as well. Huge shout out to the Y Axes. They do our music. Check them out on Twitter at the Y Axes. Like their Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Y Axes. And check them out on Bandcamp, the Y Axes.bandcamp.com. And they're also on Spotify. Um, subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the NOTLG. And head on over to NOTLG.spreadshirt.com and buy one of our Podcastica shirts. Yes. So. Join us again in just a couple of days. We will have that Paul Cornell interview. And then after that, we will <laughs> watch Earthshock. Yep. Oh, I'm already I'm already was, flashbacking yeah. to when I watched that. When the story, I'll, I'll save the story for next time. So um, we will talk to you guys later. See ya. See ya. Uh, Mr. M. A. Soko rep. Uh, he. Oh boy, we're gonna. You're gonna have to edit that. All right. Sorry. Usually, okay. we're usually I'm better than that.